0: People shouldn't call for demons unless they really mean what they say. Hello and welcome to episode 462 of Under the Call of MS. This is going to be a previews of things to come episode. That we're going to start with a couple of little comic previews, reviews, comic reviews. <clears throat> At the beginning of each one of these, since I have a pile of comics, I never talked about last week that I still have to talk about. Hopefully I can remember what I read. (laughs) Let's see if I can get caught up. Starting off with Demon Wars, The Iron Samurai, number one, by Marvel. Welcome to a world filled with demons and spirits, monsters, and magic. This is the Marvel Universe like you've never seen it before. This is Demon Wars, The Iron Samurai. Into the spirit world. Part one. You're in a spirit world. Asshole. Uh, These have all. Been enjoyable. The ones that I have checked out. These demon. Demon storylines. From Peach Momoko. Uh, It's just. I love how it plays out. How they're. The artwork's beautiful, and it <clears throat> goes so well with the whole storyline and stuff. But in this one, we start out seeing a demon that's been beheaded. that's kind of trapped away in a tunnel in a mountain, just uh, with all the Asian spells and stuff protected. So, a, a big barrier so The demon can't escape. And we get to see. Mariko. Yoshida. And. uh, Get reminded about. This. Whole basis of who's a yokai and. Mariko and all that from our past stories that we reviewed in the past somewhat. But uh, she keeps seeing visions, demonic visions, and we learn more and more about this creature that's locked away and what they're going to do about it uh they're gonna destroy the creature protect the creature let the creature out what's gonna happen but during this whole time we get to see some other demon deity type characters even a interesting looking black panther character And it's, all these are strong, interesting stories, that ones that I read, and they definitely make you want to read the whole series. I uh, just pick them up randomly, though. Once in a while, I don't really focus on ordering the whole line, which I should have, because I... Each time, I assume I'm just going to go with the trade, and then I end up picking a couple of the single issues. So I should have just jumped on it, anyways. But those are great runs. I've enjoyed them so far. So check them out if you want to learn some Asian demonic folklore type stuff. They're a lot of fun. So and then, next up, we have Elvira in Horrorland, number three from Dynamite entertainment. It turns out that movies create their own little pocket dimensions. Did you know that? I bet you always suspected it. Anyways, Elvira is stuck inside those dimensions, and the only way to get home is a magical artifact, the remote control of Federico Fellini. But she hasn't figured out how it works, and in every new dimension, she has to find it all over again. Last time, she got chased around a snowbound hotel by a hammy actor with an axe. This time, she's a little, little alienated, says David Avalon, who wrote this story. I love this. I mentioned it before. This is probably one of my favorite Elvira runs, new runs that are going on. Each issue is another movie from our past, from the 80s, 90s, the key movies of our times. And uh, this one happens to be, like they said, alienated. So it's aliens is what we're seeing. And it's just funny watching her play through the whole story and telling the characters that, well, if you do this, you're going to die. You're all going to die anyways, except for her and the cat. And (laughs) she keeps giving the little clues as what's going to happen throughout the storyline. And of course, nobody listens to her until a bunch of stuff happens. Then, some people start coming at her senses. And, uh, yeah, you're going to have to read it to find out the whole story. But it's just Elvira stuck in the Alien movie franchise while she's trying to find that damn remote control again. And it looks like at the end of the book, we're going to go to one of my favorite ones next month. So I can't wait to see where this is going to go. And if that story's going to be as fun as I expect. And I'll end it with I Hate This Place, or if you get the covers I got, it's Fuck This Place. Issue number three and four. And the girls in this one happen to get a new. Uh, not an. <coughs> excuse me, I got, wicked tickle all the a sudden in my back of my throat. <coughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, he's not an exorcist. He's more like a ghost hunter type character. That's not afraid of no ghost. And he, uh, works with the girls to try and help them out. To try and do some Spirit uh, summoning type things to get rid of the demons. Uh, they do kind of an exorcism type thing in the woods where they're not supposed to go in the woods. And uh, while this all happens, they get attacked by interesting creatures. Uh, Our horned friend is back. We find out that their little worker is kind of kind of getting himself known as what he truly is. And the girls pretty much had their hands full. You'd think they'd have their hands full enough with just the ghost. And then the you had the ghost outside their house every night, and then you got the horn man that happens to appear here and there. And now you get getting problems with other creatures, and their the little worker guy is off basically there just to try and find some money from a robbery that disappeared out in that area. And so that's why he lied to get the job to take care of the house. They happen to come across them doing stuff. and Yeah, you're going to have to read it. Because I can't ruin it all for you. But it, it is a definitely, definitely a story worth hopping on to. I, I have enjoyed it. And I suggest if you're into that horror... Strange phenomena. 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 Uh, Yeah, if you're into any of that stuff, this is right up your sleeve. Ghost hunting and all that. But we're going to end it there. And we will get back with more stuff later in the week. But right after this, we're going to get back with some previews of goodies coming out in the future. that hopefully you may find some that you want to buy. So we'll be back. It is that time of month again. To go through the previews. Of comics and comic related items. That are coming out in the near future. At your favorite comic shop. Or wherever you buy stuff online. Or what you might find in a bargain bin. Some day down the road. And let's get at it. I have a foulness in the walls. Number one, One Shot by Aftershock Comics. A horror prestige format, One shot from the mind of Cullen Bunn. After a tragic loss, George hopes to rebuild his life. He moves to a new house. He gets a new job. He starts dating the girlhood of his dreams. Sometimes, though, guilt can be as malevolent as an evil spirit. Sometimes ghosts follow you. Sometimes is rotting, or something is rotting in the walls of George's new house. Something hungry. Written by Cullen Bunn, so you can't go wrong. Should be a lot of fun. Art by Rodrigo Zayas. Just imagine it. It's rotting, but it's living in the walls. So it's dead and it's rotting, but alive. Who knows what it could be? A giant fish. (laughs) Someone snuck in a wall to mess with you and it came back to life. We have Axe. A-X-E. Judgment Day Omega, number one, one one-shot, by Marvel Comics. The fallout of Judgment Day is felt. After events, we make promises. Nothing will ever be the same again. For the Eternals, it's a lie. It's always the same, and always will be. However, in the wake of Judgment Day, they discover what is truly eternal. Alright, we got an Absolution number 0-6 to six, uh, wraparound covers bag set of 7 comics from Avatar Press and we have Absolution Rubicon Vixens bag set of 5 comics from Avatar Press and for all the wrestling fans and you're either on one side or the other with this character but AEW Gallery CM Punk PVC Statue by Diamond Select. It's actually pretty cool looking. It's basically it looks like him sitting on the ring just cross-legged. Just waiting to get in a match, or mess someone up, so. Next up we have Ancient Enemies number 1 from Frank Miller Presents don't remember that company name before. But could have been around. Earth becomes the final battlefield for a centuries-old war between two alien races. But this final conflict becomes the unintentional breeding ground for a new generation of superpowers. Each with the ability to influence the outcome of the war. Some superpowers choose sides, while others struggle to maintain their independence with the hope of saving Earth. This series explodes with new characters and creations, written by former DC publisher Dan Dido. Didio. Interesting characters I got to see do an interview recently. So I'm looking forward to more of his work. I love aliens type stuff. Sci fi. They have Archie Jumbo Comics Digest. Sadly, the Halloween comics are dissipating away, and now we're getting right, jumping past Thanksgiving and everything, going right to Christmas. So, this is by Archie Comics, of course. Brand new story in in Adventures in Christmas Babysitting. Archie, Jughead, Betty, and Veronica have taken Jellybean, Leroy, and Souphead to the mall at Christmas time. While Betty and Veronica take Jellybean to shop at a boring clothing store, Archie and Jughead volunteer to take the kids to see Santa. But as soon as Souphead and Leroy are out of Betty and Veronica's view, they unexpectedly dart off. Can Archie and Jughead find the kids and keep them from getting into hijinks? It's like I'm just getting ready to watch Adventures in Babysitting, so it's funny that they're doing a parody on it with a Christmas story. It's like if they play it out like the movie, that was a fun movie. So, <laughs> Dishes are done, man. <laughs> I just love that. They use the shotgun and blow up the dishes. All right, next up, we have Archie Milestones Jumbo Digest, number 17, best of the 80s. I know I don't do ongoing stuff, but Archie usually has brand new stories and sure as heck, this has a brand new story in it. In Back to the Past, after being bombarded by text and group chats about parties and events, Betty and Veronica talk about how things in the olden days Must have been so much simpler. That gives them an idea to throw a retro 80s style party. But can they have fun without smartphones? Lace up your roller skates and find out. Olden days is the 80s for Betty and Veronica. I don't think so. I think you better go a little bit further back for them. (laughs) They've been around for quite some time but the 80s is a very one of the funnest eras around. All right. Archie's Ultra Digest Pack by Archie Comics. Archie Comics is getting into the holiday spirit by giving back to the fans. This year the whole town of Riverdale is proud to present a specialty four pack of their popular comics digest for one low price. At over 750 pages of content, tis the season for the antics and advent- adventures only the lovable Archie Andrews can provide. Wow, that's a thicken. That's great. It's a great price for 750 pages. Wow. And it retails out at ten ninety nine. You can buy it ahead of time for a discount if you have Pre-order stuff, but yeah, that's a huge, huge book of fun stories. Next up, we have Art of Dracula of Transylvania, hardcover from Clover Leaf or Clover Press LLC. Ricardo Delgado is a master storyteller. His Age of Reptiles graphic novels are universally acclaimed for their stunning detail, detailed deception <laughs> sorry, detailed depiction of dinosaur and prehistory. With his work as a storyboard artist and character designer for films including Apollo 13, Avatar, The Last Airbender, The Incredibles, Men in Black, and Wally. Delgado is also one of Hollywood's leading conceptual designers. In 2021, he created an entirely new vision in the illustrated novel Ricardo Delgado's Dracula of Transylvania, featuring 20 stunning pages of concepts and designs. The book quickly sold out. Look for a trade paperback edition of this book soon. Clover Press is proud to present a complete collection of the exotic locations, designs, and concepts behind Ricardo Delgado's Dracula of Transylvania in this stunning 200-page hardcover, featuring never-before-seen art from Delgado's world of vampires. Delgado shares his thoughts behind the art, writing about his process and other annotations, a must for any collector of his work or any die-hard Dracula fan, which is my wife, so I may have to look into that. Next, we have Atonement Bell, number one by Red Five Comics. Better check my yep, plenty of time on the clock. Months after a brutal tragedy, young Jake and his mother travel to St. Louis to visit their estranged family during the holidays. Soon Jake, his cousin baby Al, and their Bosnian friend Sarah must fight for their very lives when they discover the truth about the city's devastating secret past. Hmm, doesn't really tell us much. You gotta give us a little more teaser to try and sell some of these books, you know, especially when there's something new that we've never heard of. Next up, we got Avengers Assemble, Alpha number one one shot by Marvel Comics. Uniting the Avengers, Avengers Forever, and Avengers of 1 million BC in an epic saga that forms the capstone to Jason Aaron's era on Avengers. From throughout time and the far corners of the multiverse, the mightiest heroes of all the Earths are assembling as never before for a battle beyond all imagining. A war that will take us from the prehistoric beginnings of an Earth under assault by the greatest villains who ever lived to the... who've ever lived... To the Watchtower that stands at the Dark Heart. They didn't write that right. That doesn't sound right. Of the all and the always. (laughs) Where an army of unprecedented evil now rises. The biggest Avengers saga in Marvel history begins now. Oh, no. That means they're going to have another huge run of a bunch of different things. But I will just sit in the sidelines in here about it from others, and I'll enjoy my smaller runs. (laughs) We have Betty and Veronica, Friends Forever Christmas Party, number one, by Archie Comics. Betty and Veronica are inviting you to a festive fun party, and they're kicking off the celebration with a brand new story. Veronica recruits her cousin Harper to help give Betty the perfect Christmas gift while Betty's busy with Ginger trying to get the perfect gift for Veronica. Will they be be able to top each other's gift-giving skills? I don't know. After all these years, they got to really be spending a ton of money to try and one-up their last gift that they bought each other. We have a Batgirls 2022 annual number one by DC Comics. It's a freaky Friday when the Batgirls wake up inside each other's bodies. That can't be possible, right? It's only stuff you see in the movies. Except Oracle has seen this happen before. And the only person who may have the antidote to swap their bodies back is Batman. Batman. And uh, we have another new Batman run going on. Batman and the Joker, The Deadly Duo, number one, by DC Black Label. The Joker will go to any lengths to get Harley Quinn back after she is abducted by a strange culprit. But who? Mysterious Joker-like monsters are stalking the streets of Gotham, collecting severed heads, but why? Why? Jim Gordon is missing, and after receiving a package containing a bloody piece of Gotham's commissioner, Batman knows he must be willing to do anything to save him. But how? When the Joker proposes an uneasy alliance with Batman, the answers to those questions begin to become clear, and they will shake Gotham City and the Bat Family to their core. This meticulously crafted tale of the Dark Knight's deadliest team-up will introduce you to a grim and gritty Gotham that only Mark Silvestri could bring you. So like if he got rid of Bat... If Batman got rid of Joker, he wouldn't have problems with him anymore, but just keeps throwing him in prison. He's breaking out, killing a bunch more people. And they also, I see are putting out issue number two right away, so you can get the first two right off. Well, not re- they're going to come out a month apart, but if you pre-order, you can pre-order the first two. They got a pretty cool-looking Batman, black-and-white Batman statue by McFarland Toys, kind of like he's coming down to a landing from jumping off somewhere, some rooftop or something. And then we have Batman, One Bad Day, Mr. Freeze, number one, one one-shot. Looks like he's teaming up with everybody. Uh, This is by DC Comics. It's not a black label. Going back to the Dark Knight's early days in Gotham City, Batman and Robin, Dick Grayson, face down the coldest winter Gotham City has ever seen. A winter so cold that Mr. Freeze, Victor Freeze... No longer needs his containment suit to survive. He is in an element where he can thrive. Robin emphasizes with mister Freeze. All Freeze wants to do is save his life or his wife, Nora. But Batman warns Robin not to give his empathy to Victor Fries or Freeze Victor Freeze. He's a man who decided his own fate a long time ago, and he deserves none of our warmth. And this winter, he will show his true wickedness and power. We'll have to see what happens with that. I'm so bored with the whole Mr. Freeze saving his wife story. It's like, haven't they... Ended that a ton of different times, different ways. It's like time to move on. All right, we have Behold Behemoth, number one. This is by Boom Studios. House of Slaughter's Tate Brombal brings his first original series to Boom. Studios alongside red-hot artist Nick Robles, Robles Grayson's world is crumbling, following his brother's sudden and mysterious death. His sleepless nights are haunted by vivid nightmares of a terrifying monster, pushing him to the brink of losing both his sanity and his job as as a social worker. But he's truly shaken to the core when his newest case, a young orphan girl named Ren, is found at the scene of a brutal murder. Just hours after, after first meeting Grayson, the line between nightmare and walking life blurs as Grayson soon discovers that the monster from his dreams might just be a, real. A mythical ancient beast that is bringing about the end of the world with shocking connections to both him and Wren. We have a Belladonna Fire and Fury wraparound cover bag set of five comics from Boundless Comics. There's a Belladonna Fire and Fury wrap covers bag set B of five comics. So I'm guessing you get one through five and then six through ten or something like that. And they're both from Boundless Comics. And then we got Belle, Deep Freeze, One Shot, by Xenoscope Entertainment. Belle has been a beast hunter her entire life, and during that time she has made many enemies, but none as heartless as the Winter Maiden, the seeming goddess of ice. Now, nearly a year after their first encounter, a storm is coming for Bell. And her loved ones. But will Annabelle DeMarco be able to ride this blizzard out? Or will she succumb to the icy grip of death? Yeah. It's, I've been wanting to check out a Bell story. But I'm still not seeing one that's just pulling me in. Highly interested at all yet. Just not into giant beast hunter storyline. I guess. Gotta have a good monster for me to like it. All right, we got Betty and Veronica Jumbo Comics Digest number 309 by Archie Comics. Brand new story, all wrapped up. Up to her eyes and credit card bills. Well, yeah, they're competing for gifts. Veronica is forced to take on a department store job wrapping gifts. She's so bad at it that she recruits Betty to help her. But when Betty can't make it, she receives some magical help in the form of Jingles, the elf. But when Sugar Plum and Noel from the North Pole join in to help, it becomes a calamity of too much holiday help. That sounds like a fun collaboration of mishap. We have Beyond Topia Legends, number one, from Fair Square Comics, LLC. When the past is the future, where unknown myths and legends are discovered, witness the birth of the mystic universe. Here comes Beyond Topia Legends, from the mind of Indonesian visual artist Brian Valenza, Beyond Topio Legends is an anthology series blending a variety of folklores, heroes, and legends, all reimagined for American and international audiences with a unique flavor. Uh, Oh yeah, the bi-monthly series brings together the best artists from Indonesia and the world. Yeah. A lot of people throwing in there. If you're into collaborations with lots of artists and writers, check it out. We have Bill and Ted's Day of the Dead one shot. This is by Opus Comics. In the special one shot by writer Josh Truello and Indonesian sensation Gary Gastini on art. Bill and Ted stumble into a Day of the Dead celebration, sending visions of sugar skulls dancing through their heads. Plus, a bonus story featuring Rufus and Chuck Denomalous. Well, that's cool. I was hanging in the air with that one, hoping death was going to be part of it, since they just had that death one shot. But no, he's got to make an appearance, though, you would think. Yes, he's got to be around when there's anything dead related. All right, Billionaire Island, Cult of Dogs, number one of six from Ahoy Comics. the long-awaited return of the series that's simultaneously infuriating and hysterically funny in its indictment of not just the 1%, but of the people and the economic system that enable them. The year is 2046. Two years after Billionaire Island fell, taking the world's economy with it. Only one man, er, dog, can save us now. But where is Business Dog? I don't know, I didn't read anything about Billionaire Island, so I know nothing about that storyline. It sounds like something that would be interesting. We have Black Panther Unconquered, number one one shot by Marvel Comics. New reader friendly one shot. T'Challa faces a challenge unlike anything Wakanda has ever seen before. In this all-new epic one-shot by Brian Edward Hill, Killmogger, and Albert Folk, Miles Morales. Well, yeah, okay, so you got two big actors in there, but tell us what the story is. Give us an idea of what the story is. (laughs) I don't like when they give you a short description. They just focus on the people that worked on it. It's so like you gotta give us a little bit of a story, otherwise we don't spend our money until we see it on a rack and open it up, and damage it and wreck things. So. Next up, we got Blade Vampire Nation number one one shot by Marvel Comics, a deep dive in the Dracula's new kingdom as established in Avengers, starring Blade. The sheriff of Vampire Nation, an assassination threatens to unravel the fledgling county and spread chaos throughout the world. But is getting rid of a nation full of bloodsuckers really all that bad of an idea? Blade himself isn't too sure. And even there, there was a description, but it was a real light description, but it's a Blade. One shot, so I'll grab hold of it just to check it out. We have Bloodborne Lady of the Lanterns number one through four Copic Virgin Covers Pack from Titan Comics. Then we have Blue Beetle Graduation Day number one by DC Comics. Jamie Ray's has a lot to juggle. Whether it's the finals for senior year or a new villain tearing up to El Paso. Jamie is always torn between two worlds. But when his worlds come crashing together at his high school graduation, nothing will ever be the same. A message from the Reach bombards Jamie's scarab, Kaiji Da, and it starts throwing off his connection To the device. And as if that wasn't enough, Jamie's parents and friends are pressuring him about his next steps in life. But what's hidden here on Earth that's drawing the reach back? And where did the new fadeaway man come from? Can Jamie find balance in his life and rise to become a true hero? Or is it curtains for Blue Beetle? They were wanting something Blue Beetle to jump on to, but looks like they're changing the character around. And I don't know if I want to jump on the new one. I, I was hoping for the old school Blue Beetle, some more stuff from that character, so I could learn about it. But everything I've seen in the past, he was doing crossovers with characters I didn't care about, so that's why I didn't jump on them. We have Bob Phantom. It's a one shot by Archie Comics. I suppose, yeah, I didn't realize when I was looking at it originally, that it was Archie Comics, but after failing to aid a dying criminal in order to get more gripping news stories, what are you looking for?: I got to put that dog's shit in someplace. Should I put it in here? Tell or? me where it is and I'll go get it. It's right over by plastic I'll, I'll go get it. It's all. I don't want you to use equipment. a plastic container and stuff. I can just take the plastic bag, grab it, and get no, rid of it. That's what I'll I'm do it. I don't right. want you to use a spoon either from the kitchen mother. I'll go get it. Just set the ba- bag there and I'll go get it in a second. Well, it's. It's gotten hardened a little bit. Yeah, it's, that's why it's easy to pick up. You don't use a spoon to pick up dog poop, Mom. That's a contamination that can get people yeah, sick. I, well, I could use a napkin, couldn't I? No, I just turn the bag inside out. I grab it with my hand and put the bag in, right don't side in. No, don't grab it with your hand. That's how you, do, how you pick up dog stuff. You don't use a spoon that we eat from the kitchen. Okay, after failing to aid a dying criminal in order to get a more grippy news story... Burgeoning journalist Walter Whitney not only gains national acclaim, but the attention of a ruthless global crime syndicate. Now he must go from mid-mannered reporter by day to Bob Phantom, a heartless ambulance chaser and even hardened crime fighter by night. It's Nightcrawler meets Spider-Man in the brand new take on a classic Archie universe character. So yeah, I might have to see what that's about i'm glad it's a one shot at least so you can get a taste of the character find out whether or not you like them but we're going to end it here and i'll get right back to you after i go pick something up (laughs) all right next up of fun things to buy in the future mostly about three months out some can be even a year out. I don't put out the dates. So. Bones of the Gods is number one of six by Scout Comics. Twenty years after an epic battle between the world's two gods, civilization has reemerged from the ashes of that con- confrontation. The gods destroyed each other during the epic fight. Their shattered bones raining down below. It is said that these bone shards contain incredible power. If you can find one, if they even really exist, Esper Hayden is 16 years old and frustrated with her life. She's the daughter of a protective warrior turned farmer, but she wishes for something, anything exciting to happen. However, after she discovers the bone of a god buried on her farm and dark forces come hunting for her, she may soon regret that wish. Yeah, being a farmer's fun. Every year you dig up more and more stuff from the... bowls of the earth. I I found tons of cool things. Anywhere from Indian heads to toys to money to... Just metal nails and old farm equipment. Stuff from the past. and Bullets. I found tons of ammunition and bullets over the years. Seems like hunters must overpack and they just drop shit out of their pockets. I don't know. Found a ton of 12-gauge shells in one area. Looked like they are just falling out of a guy's pocket. He must have had a hole in his pocket. All right. We got Brave and the Bold number twenty eight cover C facsimile, facsimile edition, twenty twenty two by DC Comics. That's got a cool starry, or is it stereo? I believe, uh, and he has billions of little star babies. So it could be any one of the star creatures from like the the Good Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> They have a Berserker Immortal Pack number one bundle by Doom by Doom by Boom Studios. So if you missed out on Berserker, here's your chance to get, get the run with new covers. There's BST AXN TMNT Classic Comics PX Action Figure 4-piece box set. It's got two of the turtles fighting two enemies. And they have a second box set of the four figures two of the teenage ninja turtles fighting the picture's kind of small it almost looks like shredders in one of the packs i think the first one has the two foot soldiers and the second one has shredder and one of his second hand chief characters uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier Special Number One, one shot by Marvel Comics. Power, money, machine, love, revolution, the 20th century progressed at a more rapid pace than any other in history. But not without help from Shadows, from the Shadows, Kev Walker joins Captain America. Sentinel of Liberty, writers Colin Kelly, and Jackson Lanzag to explore the, orig- the origin of Captain America's newest foe. And what the Outer Circle's next play means for the status of the Winter Soldier. Who's his new foe? Anybody fun? I might check it out. if it's. I'm going to have to look at that cover better and see if I can figure out the character. They have Captain Canuck, Season Five, Number One, by Lev Gleason Productions. An all-new Captain Canuck makes his debut in Captain Canuck Season Five. Following on the heels of the epic invasion arc that saw a world forever changed, we meet Darren Oak, a new the newest hero to pick up the mantle of Captain Canuck. Meanwhile, Michael Evans. Brother of the first Captain Canuck is about to unleash his newest plan to put Earth on a path to prosperity post-invasion. So the brother's not gonna turn all evil or anything since he didn't get to be Captain Canuck or something like that. That's a nice twist, finally. I guess it's that little Canadian good-hearted spiritness. Yeah, Um, I like the earlier Captain Canuck stuff. I might want to check out to see who the new one is. And we also have issue number two that you can pre-order right off the bat. They're going to come out about a month apart, but at least you can grab them. We have Carmilla, the first vampire trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Before Dracula, before Nosferatu. There was Carmilla. At the height of the lunar new year, an idealistic social worker turns detective when she discovers young, homeless, LGBTQ+, women are being murdered and no one, especially the police, seems to care. A series of clues points her to Camila's. A mysterious nightclub in the heart of the, her neighborhood, Chinatown. There, she falls for the next likely target, landing her at the center of a real-life horror story, and face to face with illusions, illusions about herself, her life, and her hidden past, inspired by the Gothic novel that started a genre. This queer vampire murder mystery is a mesmerizing tale of identity, obsession, and fateful family secrets by fan-favorite writer Amy Chu. And illustrator Sue Lee. Might have to get that for the wife's collection. This is funny to see pop up because I just read it. Well, I read it about a year ago, but I've been wondering. They're talking about doing something with these characters again, but we have Catman and Kitten. <laughs> Number one, one shot by Dynamite Entertainment, an astonishing standalone superhero story that only Jeff Parker could create. Witness the heroic Catman. And his loyal sidekick kitten, as they become embroiled in a dangerous race to recover a priceless artifact that may hold the key to conjuring an ancient god of death. Can our classic adventurers evade pterodactyls, throw hands with lavender, go- throw hands with the lavender gang, and survive the serpentine snake men? Find out in this thrilling one-shot by writer Jeff Parker and artist Joseph Cooper. <laughs> That's the little bit, the Ashcan and the stuff I read was just, I don't know, it was fun. I'd like to go a little further, check out a one-shot, see what they're doing with the stories. Then it also looks like it might be three short stories in there, so that's what I like anyways. And you have a variety of stories to choose from. Enjoy. Next up, we got Category Zero, Conflict Number One by Scout Comics. (laughs) Tensions heat up as rioters take the streets in protest against Synaxis and their brutality towards one-percenters. The truth behind Strix's origin is uncovered, and Jade shows that she has a much darker side to her. It's like a lot of stories are starting to pop up against the one percenters. I think people are finally realizing we're getting sick and tired of hearing people getting all these bonuses and hundreds of thousand dollars and and doing nothing. There are people that are Running our country, taking care of us, and they're billionaires now. There's more billionaires than we had millionaires just a few years ago. It's just, yeah, it's getting old. Time for change, time for everybody to have a chance at greatness. All right. They have a Cheating Moth game. (laughs) Uh, We're going to see what this one's about. Because it's not something that you could guess from. In Cheating Moth, you want to get rid of all the cards in your hand before anyone else. Each player starts the round with a hand of eight cards. With one player, the oldest, receiving the guard bug, which stays on the table throughout the game. And one card being turned face up to start a discard pile. The cards are numbered one to five, with the majority of them having only numbers. Some cards have special abilities that come into play when added to the discard pile or in a player's hand. Those are always fun little cheap games you could pick up and take them traveling with you, play in the backseat of the car. Annoy your parents while they're driving or whatever. Uh, that's by Beer Americas LLC. Next up, we got Cherish number one. This is by Dynamite Entertainment. Uh, let's see. When the blood of... When the blood on the boardroom floor moves from metaphorical to literal, Cherish is the story of Amelia Fellows, a young woman who witnessed the betrayal and murder of her father at the hands of those he once trusted. Unfortunately for Amelia, the people behind her father's death are some of the richest, most powerful people in the world. If Amelia wants justice for her father, she'll have to get-it-herself as the well-armed, high-tech vigilante. Cherish. Issue number one comes out swinging as Cherish infiltrates the corporate headquarters of Unicon, The company, led by chairwoman Valerie Nolan, (laughs) this is hard to read, had once worked with Cherish's father. The only way Amelia will get the incriminating evidence she needs to take down everyone involved in her father's death is to integrate herself into the staff and hide in plain sight. But things get complicated when Valerie's son, Conrad, who Cherish has been seducing for information, information, becomes suspicious. Now it's a race against time for Cherish, to see if she can survive long enough to get a justice she seeks. Yeah, and They go on and on about covers and that stuff. but Sometimes they give too much information. Sometimes not enough. This is an example of too much. I shouldn't have to read the uh, more words than are actually in the book. <laughs> okay. Uh, or is it C-I-H I can't think of what that stands for but presents B T V R K One Shot which I'm guessing is their parody on Berserker by Aardvark Vanaheim it's that annoying pig is back not to be confused with Keanu Reeves or the Keanu Keanu Reeves comic book with all of its vowels missing, which Keanu Reeves wrote and signed a bunch of, and had like a zillion Keanu Reeves variant covers, all of which sold an absolute Keanu Reeves ton. This one even more closely riffs on Frank Miller, which, correct us if we're wrong, that other vowel-less comic book was doing, we should just pass a law that everyone drawing a comic book has to do their best, Frank Miller, in doing so. Comics would sell a lot better, just saying. That's uh, kind of a dickish, annoying little right up there, isn't it? At least that's how I took it. I mean, all you do is make fun of everybody. And... Shitty comics that I can't stand. Alright. Following up with that cheating moth game. They also got a cockroach poker game. Also by Devere Americas. Same layout style. Same look. Then we have Coming Home, number one, by Relive, which I don't remember hearing of that company before. A new anthology sharing true stories of UK military veterans' mental health journeys from Northern Ireland to Afghanistan. The stories are written by veterans working with arts and health charity. Relive, illustrated by a mix of classic and digital British cartoonists, including Keith Page and Emma Bicell, features legendary artist Ian Kennedy's final work as a powerful, double-spread, painted cover. So It looks like older military times, but Definitely advanced weaponry on the cover, at least. I uh, have to see if I find a bargain bin someday. We have Cover of Darkness One Shot by Source Point Press. Yeah, a cool upside down bat creature on the cover. Featuring three standalone stories in the cover of Darkness Universe with incredible art by Andy Bellinger and GMB Shomashuk. I'm trying my best. And John Delaney. A dragon riding elf warrior must team up with Dracula to save his dying niece. Frankenstein and his wife, Mary. Travel to ancient wanders, only to have their ho- holidays interrupted by zombies and ninja vs. kaiju. That just sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't it? <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Might have to pick that up. Let's see where we're sitting here. We're good. we got a little less than half our thing left. They have a critical role, Vox Mekinaw. Origins Under West Rune puzzle by Dark Horse Comics. It's getting to be close to fall. You got to start picking up your puzzles again. And we have Cross-Gen Tales, number one, by Marvel. I thought those were by Cross-Gen and now they're by Marvel. Or were they by Marvel back in the day? <laughs> Surprising Tales from a Universe of Fantasy, Folklore, and Science Fiction the debut issues of four of the signature titles from the 21st century's most innovative imprint, and some of the biggest names in comics offer a window into other worlds. In Ruse 2001, number one, Detective Simone Archer and his assistant Emma Bishop face magic and mystery on the Victorian-esque planet Arcadia. In centuries... In in Mystic 2000, number one, meet sisters Guinevere and Giselle. Giselle, one is a sorceress, one is a socialite, but their deity, their destinies, geez, these words are just playing with my eyes right now, guess I better stop after this, are about to be transformed in Sigil, 2000, number one, a planetary union is locked in a centuries-long war with the starfaring Saurians. And in Sojourn, 2001, number one, the Archer Arwen and her allies fight for survival in the shadows of the undead dictator Mordoth. But who are the Sigil-bearers who unite these four stories? I'm wondering, because I have the some old cross-gen Chronicles and stuff, and it's written the way they have this, and they had that little symbol in it, so I'm guessing it's the same thing, but I thought they were done by cross-gen comics back in the older ones, and I'm guessing from the 90s. But I'm going to have to ch- find the ones I have and check them out sometime and see cuz like uh, if they're laid out like this for short stories that's awesome. There's a DD and d Yahtzee game by USAopoly for the D&D fans. There's some fun different looking dice, I don't know what the I'm sure the concepts all the same. Just using symbolism instead of numbers. I have Dark Crisis: The Dark Army Number 1 one-shot by DC Comics. As Pariah's Dark Army continues its march around the globe, Damian Wayne thinks he's got an answer as to why Pariah is able to control the most dangerous cosmic villains of the multiverse. And he's taking Red Canary and Dr. Light on the road to see if he's right. And it looks like... We also have Dark Crisis Warzone number one one one-shot, also by DC Comics. A boots-on-the-ground view of Dark Crisis. As the Hall of Justice falls, get new perspectives on the various conflicts, while the battles across Dark Crisis rage on. With the classic Justice League members gone, see how members of the next generation such as Red Canary and the Flash family, deal with the chaos in this key chapter of the saga leading into Dark Crisis number 7. Yeah, I happily stayed away from the Dark Crisis, right? It is a good, it, the beginning stuff I checked out was very enjoyable, but uh, I knew there it was going to be a big run and there's going to be lots of offshoots. I just decided that with stuff like that I'm just going to wait and buy like a complete trade so I can just read everything in order because I'm getting frustrated right now with my spawn stuff because it's like I got the side by side um like 6 eight, ten issues in with two different spawn runs and now one of them tells me no it's time to start The first one of this run, it's like, really? I already read the first six of that run, so it's too late now. That's why I was so damn confused when I was reading the storyline. So, yeah, it's better just to buy it in trades I can. My MS brain can follow it easier. I don't have that old school brain where I used to be able to. Remember everything, the orders, what everything meant, and what planets and universes and whatever we're dealing with, which is very confusing nowadays for my brain. But I enjoy the stories. It's got to put the damn things together in the right order. (laughs) One more Dark Crisis thing we got is Dark Crisis Worlds Without a Justice League Batman number one one shot by DC Comics. When Pariah and his forces of the Great Darkness laid waste to the most powerful superheroes of all time, all hope was lost until now. To power his weapons of war, Pariah has captured each member of the Justice League and trapped them on a world suited to their every dream and desire, while the planets themselves slowly eat away at their respective inhabitants. Batman is stuck in a loop wherein... The greatest detective must solve the mystery of his own existence. Plus, unravel the secrets of Zatanna's world in this final epic epic chapter of the Worlds Without a Justice League saga. So yeah, this is crossing over two big things. It's just, yeah, that's just so much for me to remember and figure out. Complete brain meltdown. Alright, we got Darkland number one of four. This is by Scout Comics. In the 24th century, a young girl named Rose finds Haven in an abandoned mall. When she is inadvertently thrust into a deadly remnant of America, Rose must learn to adapt if she wants to survive. Following closely in her wake is Zed. A notorious bounty hunter with the odds stacked against her. Will Rose make it? You'll have to read it to see. And they have a dark winged duck. Let's get dangerous. PVC statue by Diamond Select. And we will end it there and get back to you with more soon.